0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: We're all so afraid now of AI taking over uh, everything and us all being out of work no matter what you do. There's this fear that somehow AI is going to come along and take it from you. But it turns out that AI is very similar to us humans in that uh, most of what it learns these days is off of YouTube. (laughs) We all... (laughs) Uh, Scientists have started teaching AI to do things around the house the same way we learn. And of course, that is on YouTube. Uh, They're showing them uh, AI programs, how-to videos of people doing various tasks. Then they link it with physical robots, try to copy what the AI saw. So far, all the tasks are simple. Able to learn uh, how to open drawers, answer a phone, take lids off a pot on the stove. The goal is to make them so good at the mundane day-to-day stuff, we won't have to do any of it eventually, which is just going to all stick us in an early grave. Right. Because soon enough, the robots will be out there shoveling the snow and cutting the grass. And for many people, you know, doing the gardening, for many people, that's all the exercise they get. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And And I'm I'm guilty. Part of the fear, though, is that for, for those who are afraid of AI, is that it will eventually kind of outpace what we're teaching it. And, and learn on its own right? and take it to a, the next extreme. Like, you can show it a bunch of YouTube videos. Can you stop it from looking at other YouTube videos that you don't want it to see? It
1: watches you porn and then starts <laughs> humping your wife <laughs> better than you <laughs> and for longer. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, I'm sure there is going to be a, a time when that comes. I mean, we all could be living like the Jetsons at some point. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the robot roaming around the house doing all the stuff
0: and, know. and the amazing part sorry, of those technologies that it's all supposed to give us more time right. right? make our lives either give us more time to be more productive hmm. at other things
1: to which we use none of that no right <laughs> to paramount plus we go
0: <laughs> like you know the idea of having these self driving cars was that mm-hmm. so you could work yeah. while the car was moving yeah most people just want to watch movies
1: or sleep. Yeah. No. Instead, or, or get on social media and argue about the dumbest things. Right. Yeah. No. It's it's all we we do not take advantage. The c- the computer, the internet was meant to be this amazing thing, and it very well could have done so much good for the world. And I guess on some levels it has. Yes. But on so many other levels it hasn't. <laughs> The number one thing we looked for when the Internet came around? Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really just pizza. 94.9 The Rock, GTA's Rock Station, and of course the beaches and Grow Up Tomorrow. And I was just reading something that Simon Pegg, he's, a, if you don't know who he is, English actor, a comedian, a writer, director, does a whole bunch of different stuff. And has always been associated with nerd culture. He actually even wrote a, an autobiography back in 2009 called Nerd Do Well. Um, but he says, I'm, I'm no longer in that world. He says, I'd rather watch succession than some sci-fi. And he says, this is part of the problem um, with the planet right now, is young people would rather argue online about superheroes while the world is falling apart. Nobody wants to grow up anymore. Right. <laughs> and there's probably something to that. He says, I've aged out, uh, aged out of a lot of what people assume I'm about. Yeah, there, there is a certain point. It's like when I, when I said about um, wearing hockey jerseys and such. Right. You know, there's a certain age that I, I believe that has to end. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, fine. We all live in a little fantasy world. We want to be a baseball player, a hockey player. I get it. But when you're, and and we see it here, there's a bunch of people who are massive baseball fans. Mm. And when, like, the Jays opening day happens, everybody's, all right, I get it. It's a fun little thing to do, and and, and I'm not going to be that judgmental. But I really believe if you're going to a Leaf game in, like, November, wearing a Leafs jersey, and you're 47 years old... It's enough. Well, see, I I disagree with that in some
0: senses. I think the one place you are perhaps allowed to wear it is when you're going to the game because it shows the support of, of your team, which team you're supporting, mm. right? At least you're, you're picking a side and you're, you're cheering for that team.
1: I think you uh, only get to wear the jersey if you're actually on the ice. <laughs> that can be
0: said of so many things, though. Um, but I, I think... You know, more importantly, if you are wearing that to work uh, and, you know, to dinner, <laughs> <laughs> you think, yeah, let me grab the uh, the, the jersey tonight. Seems yeah. like the, the top choice. Maybe not.
1: The only person who should be wearing a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey is your wife on sexy night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only person. <laughs> it's a good thing this uh, janitor didn't work at a hospital. There's a lab that's suing a cleaning company because uh, three years ago, a janitor who was working there ruined decades worth of research. Oh, the lab had a super cold freezer holding cell cultures, samples, other research elements. The freezer made a beeping sound and there were signs explaining that this is normal and how it could be muted. But the janitor found the beeping to be annoying, so he unplugged the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) That caused the temperature to slowly rise from minus 112 degrees Fahrenheit to minus 25.6. Right. Enough to wipe out 25 years of research. Oh, my goodness. In the lawsuit, the lab says that it caused more than a million dollars in damages. The cleaning company hasn't commented. (laughs) I would assume the janitor (laughs) lost his job. And it's just so a great example of so how oblivious we are. Right. We just walk around in our little bubble, and he's in a lab. Yeah. You would think <laughs> he would know. It's not like the fridge here at our kitchen in the radio station. Right. You're in a research lab. It's got this big freezer, and the beeping is annoying you, so you decide I'm going to unplug it.
0: Well, it'd be like
1: we have a cleaning crew
0: that comes through here. Not very often, by the looks of it. I'm surprised. Do we really
1: (laughs) have a cleaning (laughs) crew? I
0: think so. Someone takes the garbage out, at least.
1: But it was like them coming in and saying, "Ah, I can't stand this song. just shutting it off. (laughs) 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 and Leaving. Right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Now, it wouldn't ruin years and years of work. No. But it would be an uncomfortable few minutes for the engineering crew, I'm sure.
1: Can you imagine the the scientists who come into the lab the next morning (laughs) and open that fridge (laughs) and see their gooey... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> science project melting all over the bottom of the fridge like a uneaten ice cream and they must have spent millions on
0: backups and generators yeah. and stuff to keep this thing going yeah through an
1: apocalypse but not through a janitor annoyed right yeah crazy right it's uh it's shocking what we do sometimes. It's your pallies, Craig and Lucky. Uh, sad story. You know this continues, and this we were mentioning yesterday about Ocean Gate, and how there could be lawsuits now. The R uh, the RCMP is involved, and uh, all sorts of people now uh, investigating into how this happened. But now the human side of this is also starting. To come out, and you know, on the uh, on the vessel there was the five people, but two of them were a father and son from yes, Pakistan. Nineteen year old son. Turns out the mom of that nineteen year old and the wife of that gentleman, she and her husband were going to go on that sub, but at the last minute she says her son was so excited about it, she gave up her seat to him. Oh my goodness! And she's gonna live with that for the rest of her life. Who? How brutal is that? Ouch. I mean, had he not gone and his mom and dad both died, of course, incredibly tragic. He's only 19. It's very young to lose your parents. Mm-hmm. But... It's, a whole life ahead of it's him. It's yeah. still a whole life ahead of him. And his father was a billionaire. Yes. So he was set to inherit a lot of money. Right. Um, but for that mom now, the rest of her days. Yeah. All she's going to think is, I sent my son to a watery grave. hmm That's a lot to carry. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the janitor felt guilty about unplugging the fridge, but this is worse. These days, being called sensitive is now a compliment for men, but not for women. They see it as an insult, because I guess you want to be, you know, we all want to be equal, and maybe being sensitive, if a woman is called sensitive, she's either weak or being dramatic Right. You know, whereas men have always played this manly role. And so now if they are showing a sensitive side, it's a positive thing.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, like everything, it's probably about balance. Mm. But women were always seen as being more sensitive to begin with. So if you're called sensitive, all of a sudden you're uber sensitive.
1: It is funny when you are having a conversation with somebody and they're telling, sharing a story about something, anything that's occurred in their life and something's gone wrong something went sideways their feelings were hurt and a lot of times we think to ourselves oh come on yeah. <laughs> really you got upset over that right yeah, yeah. when it happens to us yeah. <laughs> we we have a tough time being i guess empathetic yes. to to somebody else's yeah. situation because we uh, don't uh, what's the word care right <laughs> Now, I will say I'm I'm a, a, a probably a pretty sensitive guy. My feelings can get hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure most of us are fairly sensitive. A lot of us put up this guard of being the tough guy. Right, yeah. What I do know about myself 100% is I am not a man's man. <laughs> I am in no way an alpha male on any level. Right. I am dainty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, in, in, in so many circumstances, especially when it came to men, showing a sensitive side was a sign of weakness, mm-hmm. right? Or admitting that you uh, were sensitive or, you know, uh, had fault, were struggling, mm. was just a sign of weakness.
1: Now, it's interesting with you because you have the alpha male in you, but you are also right. dainty as well.
0: right. You You've like got a balance. Yeah. I, I, I'm not very good at portraying the alpha, alpha male. I'm competitive. Yes. Um, but not aggressive, I don't mm. think, in that, in that sense. And it's not a, you know, I like to compete and winning is fun, but it's not all about it. Right. You know, like I, I'm not going to fight in men's league hockey. Mm. I'll chirp. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe start one right. but it's not my thing. And you know, you run into those who just cannot lose. Yeah. And will cheat their way. <laughs> I, uh, Golf is a great example. Oh, That's the number one probably. Right. Yeah. Because it's a it's it's a game where you're really supposed to be kind of sensitive in the sense that you are to call penalties on yourself. It's a
1: gentleman's sport. Right. Yeah. No, I, uh, the minute anybody says to me about any, let's, let's compete, let's try, let's try to beat each other in this, that, no, done, out, (laughs) not interested, (laughs) not interested on any level, so, yeah, I would say, I would say I'm a sensitive dude, although, I guess, and it's all part of what we do, it's all in the acting, and then I'll come across all, you know, uh, angry, and mad, and right with everybody, can't stand anybody. Well, although that, some of that is a sensitivity as well. That uh, probably is. <laughs> I'm so full of hurt because I've been hurt so often. I put up this shield of tough guy, but I'm really not. Did you know you don't hone in on something? You home in on something yeah, like a homing single you can single. well you can hone your skill because hone means to sharpen, sharpen like a knife yeah but you home in on things because home means to target right yeah well i think many of us say hone in on all right instead of home in on right that's what you do mel gibson auditioned to play oscar schindler in schindler's list well as the years have gone by and we've learned <laughs> mel's opinion of jewish people oh you're go, Yeah. Kermit the Frog is left-handed. Jim Henson was left-handed. He wore Kermit on his right hand and used his left to manipulate his hands.
0: Okay. I don't know if I really ever considered
1: that. Here's one of my little uh, craggy fun facts. With me being left-handed, I can only throw a baseball with my left hand, but I can only catch with my left hand. So I would have to catch the ball, take the glove off, and then throw the ball. Like Jim Abbott, that one-handed pitcher. Yeah. Early 90s. Yeah, but I'm still not... (laughs) Minus the talent. Yes. (laughs) So if you had me in the outfield, you know your batter was going to get an extra couple of steps in.
0: You can't catch with your right hand? can't
1: catch with my right hand. No. You can only catch and throw. I do everything with my left hand. And you coached baseball at one point? Yes, but I also slid into a husky (laughs) seven-year-old manager outfit. Won the championship. (laughs) I I stood Oh David, take your glove off. Yeah, that's how the good guys do it. I would stand as the third base coach occasionally telling seven year olds to run from second right. and they go, I don't have to. <laughs> they knew the game more than me. I somehow, when signing my youngest up for baseball, checked some box that said, Do you want to help coach or right. coach? <laughs> And I did that by mistake and then I get a phone call from the uh from the the commissioner of the uh the Brampton Baseball League and he says, "Well, uh you're going to be coaching this year, uh, Mr. Venn." And I said, uh, "I don't think so." <laughs> he said, "Well, you kind of have to. We don't have anybody else. So can you swing by the ballpark uh the shed there and grab your team's uniforms?" And uh, the rules book. And I said, well, I'm glad I got the rule book. Right. It was like a massive binder that you needed three hands to carry and <laughs> to be a lawyer to figure this thing out. And uh, so I, I was also told at the shed that there was a manager's uniform that you had to wear. <laughs> so I went through all the uniforms, finding what looked like to me the biggest one in the bag. <laughs> and I slid into this thing. <laughs> and it was skin tight. Egg box on full display. You didn't wear it out, did you? Uh, There's a photo of me in it somewhere. No, because I immediately realized this is ridiculous. I mean, I know I know nothing about sports, but this is ridiculous. So I called the guy and I said, "Uh, Mr. So-and-so, I think I found the manager's outfit in the bag, but it's very small. And he goes, manager's outfit in the bag. I go, yeah. He goes, no, no, you get that like game day or another oh, day. God. He goes, w- 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 what, <laughs> what are, are you, you wearing? I said, well, it's a double XL. <laughs> and then he's just howling on the phone and he says, that's not the manager's outfit. That's for a husky seven year old. Surprised you got it over a leg, but mind
0: you, I guess at that time in your life.
1: Yeah. Well, still, I still am a fairly skinny guy, but I don't think I could slide into it now. <laughs> but I would try. <laughs> oh, yeah, my life. I have no shame. I have no shame. Um, before John Candy died, he was going to star in a remake of an old movie called Last Holiday about a guy who's told... He's about to die. Aye. He wound up, of course, not making it. And that movie never got made until Queen Latifah did it a a decade later. Okay. Yeah. Since Rotten Tomatoes started, only one movie has gotten an overall rotten rating from uh, critics and an Oscar nomination for Best Picture. Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close from 2011. I don't remember it. No, either do I. Only 6% of salt made around the world is used for food. Most goes to manufacturing and industrial processes. Okay. And some on uh, your driveway. Yes. Well, speaking of driveways, this is a great example of how old everybody is in my neighborhood. So there's three homes down one side. I'm on the corner so I can see the two streets, my street and the side street. And out my kitchen window, there's a couple of homes that have been, very, there's three of them in a row that are very well maintained. Mm-hmm. And all three of them all got their driveway sealed yesterday. Okay. yeah, you know, It's like a yearly thing they do. Like, their lawns are perfect. Their gardens are perfect. Because <laughs> they're retired. They got yes. nothing else going on. Right. And and I guess this is a bit of the keep up with the Joneses with the three of them. Right. You know, God forbid one gets their driveway sealed and the other doesn't. I got a lake in my basement. <laughs> These guys are sealing their
0: driveway. <laughs> <laughs> we were taking the coop for a walk last night and... uh and there was a guy doing his lawn, and then like edging along the edge of the sidewalk, and it's just perfect, yeah, perfect, like a perfect line, yeah, deep cut right along, looks great, yeah. And Adrian's like, oh, I really want one of those tools. You know, you can do that and make it look good. I said, you can do that, she says. <laughs> I happen to know this guy's <laughs> wife retired at like fifty-two years old. I said, well, tell you what, you retire at 52 Yeah, <laughs> yeah with
1: the means to do so at
0: mm-hmm. all edge the corner of the
1: sidewalk. <laughs> There's a rare type of watermelon with a solid black rind that grows on an island off of Japan. Only about 10,000 are produced every year. They sell for an average of 250 bucks. What is it, seedless? (laughs) What was the Jerry Seinfeld bit? (laughs) We've got the seedless watermelon now. We've solved everything. You can stop. I do love watermelon. It takes about two and a half pounds of grapes to just make one bottle of wine. Wow. Well, see, I am healthy. I eat a lot of grapes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't like red grapes. Really? Yeah. If I were to choose the grape, I uh, I wholeheartedly pick the uh, the green grape. Green, mind you, I don't like white wine, but I prefer red.
1: <laughs> Who knows?
0: Yeah. Shocking. There's a food you don't like. <laughs> well, it, I don't like red
1: grapes. I only when fermented. I was having. What was I? Uh, I was making dinner last night, and it included tomatoes. And I thought to myself about you, I thought I know Lucky hates the tomato. Yes. I wondered, have your boys ever tasted a tomato? Yes. They eat tomatoes? Uh Christian will have it not so much.
0: No. But I mean, Christian will have like the little cherry tomatoes, but if it's a big one he's not a big fan of
1: it. Like there there may come a day, like I think of your boys they'll go out and date somebody and they'll go to their this person's house for dinner. And they'll be like, there's more than steak and bread? <laughs> <laughs> what is all this other food items? This is very... People don't survive just on brisket? That's right. very strange. Well, that is true. <laughs> um, this is... Uh, when I first read this, I had to read it a couple of times because it didn't really sink in. Of all the people who have ever lived on Earth, roughly... Only 7% are alive right now. All right. Of all this meaning, there's been so many of us on this planet mm-hmm. who have come and gone.
0: Because it keep, the population
1: keeps going up, right? right? There are up to like 7 billion
0: people on the planet. But that's only 7% of, of all the people who have lived at yeah. some point. Yeah.
1: Wow. That's a funeral business is a good business. Right. <laughs> a lot of money to
0: be made. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. And Lucky.
1: 94.9 <laughs> The Rock.